This is Portia Ella. I'm a huge fan of Portia Ella. Thank you. I'm at a point where I'm about 85% of my makeup, my skincare comes from Portia Ella and from the brands that you offer within there. I love the fact that they're women. I love the fact that it's ethical beauty and that you're supporting the Canadian economy. You know, it's all about conscious consumerism. It's about thinking about what you consume. It's about thinking about your health. It's about thinking about the future. And it's about thinking about the process of how this product got into your hands. Where can I find Portia Ella? At the Outlet Collection Mall. It's right across the IKEA Keneston. You want to utilize everything you have. That's the right thing to do. At the same time, you can start switching one thing at a time. You start, let's say you're out of cleanser, then go get a new cleanser that you feel absolutely great about. You run out of foundation, well, go ahead and come see our options and just choose a new foundation that you're absolutely fine about. Or if you're a makeup artist, what that means is some of your clients will request different things and make sure you have these options in your makeup bag. That's all about options. That's what Porchella is all about. It's to honor the feminine within each one of us in a way that sustains all life on earth. This is Portia Ella. Safety Net Studio presents. Followed sometimes, even though there's no one else in the house. I can definitely help them. Welcome to Ask a Medium. Here's intuitive medium and occult specialist, Rachel Styles. Hi guys, this is intuitive medium Rachel Styles. Welcome to my podcast called Ask a Medium, the paranormal podcast where we talk about all things that have to do with intuitive development and the occult. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out to some of my listeners in Richmond, Texas. Hello, and also Niverville, Manitoba. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to let you guys know that I am sick. I am so freaking sick right now. It's disgusting. I sound like a dying animal or like I'm coughing up a lung or like a small child out of my lung. So fortunately for you, I have an amazing producer who is a wizard behind that soundboard and he's going to edit out all of those disgusting sounds. So please bear with me. I've got my brain. I've conserved all my energy in the last 24 hours for you today, and I'm excited to uh, get started. So let's take our first caller. Hi, Rachel. First of all, thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate your guidance very much. Um, There are two things currently which are sort of weighing on my mind that I was hoping you could shed some light on. Uh, One is my retirement, and the second is moving cities. Um, like about retirement, I'm wondering when you see that happening for me. And after I retire, uh, my son, daughter, and I are planning to move cities. And my question about moving is whether we should look into getting our own place or should we stick it out and live with my husband as a family? The reason I'm struggling with this decision is because my kids and I are moving to the same city where he lives. Uh, But the thing is that we have been separated for 17 years now, and uh, uh, we have had contact with him for the last six years, but after having lived with him before and visiting a handful of times now, it is apparent that living with him isn't entirely a good idea for various reasons. So what would you suggest we do in that case, and when do you see this move happening? And thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you so much for calling in. I absolutely love your voice. You have the sweetest voice. 
So if I'm tuning into what you're saying here, what I do feel about your ex-husband there, I believe that he is a very intense man. I believe that he is quick to anger or can be easily frustrated. I also feel like he speaks irrationally or makes decisions irrationally which means that he doesn't really think about what he's going to say or think about how his reactions affect the people around him. He just does stuff. He can be very impatient. He can also be very charming or very alluring when he needs to be. But for the most part, he does have a lot of intensity behind him. So I do feel that for those reasons, it could be very stressful if you chose to live with him for an extended period of time. I would say that it might be acceptable for you guys to stay with him on the short term. Like if you wanted to stay with him for 30 days or 45 days or something like this, while you're waiting to get into another place, just to make the transition a little bit easier on you. But for the long term, I would suggest that you perhaps stay working a little bit longer or you and your children save up a little bit more money together before you make that move. I honestly do not feel like that move will be happening in 2019. It would be more advisable for you to consider that near the end of 2020. I do believe that if you choose to stay with him over a long period of time, that it will give you a low vibration or cause you to have a lot of negative feelings. I actually feel like you yourself are very sensitive or intuitive. So to be in that kind of environment is going to affect you negatively in a mental capacity, and it actually might affect you physically. Like you might start to become physically sick from being around a person with that type of personality. I do feel that it would be very chaotic and a learning lesson for your family. So I would consider taking as much time as you can to fully prepare yourselves financially. I do think that in 2020, there may be some opportunities for you to retire then, but it might be later in the year, 2020. So you can use this time to start thinking about where you'd like to go and start researching what sort of housing might be available for you guys so that you can save the proper funds necessary. But ultimately, I do feel that it is a really great decision for you guys to make that move together. And I think if you take your time and be patient and do it the right way, that it will have lots of rewards and benefits for you and your family. So good luck to you. Do you have a question about the afterlife, the occult, or are you experiencing things regarding the paranormal? Call Rachel today at 204-417-4569. That's 204-417-GLOW. Okay, and now I'm ready for my favorite portion of the show, which is today's daily tarot card pull. So today we have the sun, the major arcana card of the sun. The sun basically represents power and positivity and life and happiness. If you're listening to this right now, is how can you invoke more happiness, more sweetness, more bliss into your life? Oftentimes when people are feeling weighed down or they feel like they've got too much on their plate, it's because they're focusing a lot of their thoughts and a lot of their time and their energy on things that are heavy or things that are negative. So eliminate those negative things out of your life and look for the small moments of sweetness. So for example, sometimes my body's just like 
craving an avocado and I just like silently sit with my avocado and eat it as slow as possible. Or maybe I really like scary movies and I haven't seen one in a long time. I will take the day off early and go to a theater by myself and just watch a scary movie because I love them and they make me happy. So what can you do to eliminate people, places, and things out of your life that aren't serving you and invoke more happiness? I often go by this rule. I ask myself, does this feel light or does it feel heavy? So if you're trying to make decisions or dealing with people, places, and things, ask yourself, is this a light experience for you or does this make you feel heavy? And the things that are making you feel heavy are not serving your journey. So this card is a reminder to us that as long as we have positive thoughts and we speak kind, positive things to ourselves, you can invoke anything you desire out of your life by simply choosing to be happy. So I hope you all have a happy, happy day. So I have a lot of people ask me about aliens and what I think about aliens. And honestly, I'm not even sure. Every time I think I know what I know about this universe, something happens that just sort of disassembles my whole foundation of beliefs. I was married before. My ex-husband used to tell me that he felt like he had these experiences with aliens. It made me curious because I was like, well, I don't have experiences like that. And I'm a medium. Like if stuff's going on in my house, I should know about it. Like what is this? I went to Jacob's Trading, a crystal shop, and I purchased a crystal that stood out to me. And I came home and I prayed on the crystal. And I thought of that crystal as being like a letter to the aliens that it would hold my thoughts and intentions. And I just held it and said, you know, hi, my name is Rachel. No disrespect. I just want to know a little bit about you guys, if you exist and what your intention is on this planet. I'm a mother. This is my family. This is my home. And I'm just curious what your intentions are, who you are, what your deal is. If you have time, could you please answer me? And that's all I did. And I put the crystal out as kind of like in this little offering area and I went to sleep. That night, in the middle of the night, I had this dream and I woke up screaming at the top of my lungs, like screaming, bloody murder, thrashing around. My husband at the time was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And all I kept saying was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's almost like I had just had this scary, scary dream. And I know a lot about dreams. And you should be able to remember, if you wake up three seconds ago, you should be able to remember a part of the dream. And all I remember was that I was in this kind of like spaceship or something. And they showed me all these rooms and the walls were this see-through membrane. So I could see what was happening in the other rooms. And there were other humans that they were doing certain things to in these other rooms. All I remember was the feeling of total terror, the feeling of something bad really happening. What I think, what I take away from that experience is I just believe that the idea of aliens, I do believe they exist after that. And I believe that it's something, whatever they are, whatever their purpose is, whatever they do, it's something that my brain can't even conceptualize. So for me to be exposed to whatever I believe they exposed me to just freaked me out 
like on a cellular level, where my brain just basically freaked out. You know, when people ask me about aliens, I'm like, I don't know, man. I just know they exist, and I'm not quite sure what they're doing here, but I hope they leave me alone. <laughs> okay, let's take our next caller. Hey there. I'm an experienced witchcraft practitioner. Could you please explain to me what planetary hours are? Thank you. Okay, planetary hours. That is a very, very interesting question. So for those of you who are listening, if you don't know anything about witchcraft, or if you're a budding practitioner just starting to dabble or learn about how to add more power or more intention to your spell work, there's something called planetary hours. And what that means that as a practitioner, we often use certain timing or certain energies that exist in nature to give more power or more intention to the spell work that we're trying to do. So what that means is sometimes people will do certain spell work during a certain time of year or during a certain moon cycle because of what that time of year represents. So in regards to planetary hours, each planet has its own energy. It has its own intention, its own purpose of what it represents. So for example, Jupiter is known as a planet of abundance. So if you want to do any financial spell work, you may want to include the sigils or the energy of Jupiter. If you wanted to do some love work, I would recommend working with the planet of Venus. Each day of the week is actually represented by a specific planet. I'm going to give you some examples so you can understand what I'm saying. Monday is known for the planet of the moon. And in French, en français, they call it lundi. Tuesday is represented by the planet of Mars. And in French, en français, they call it Mars Day. Wednesday is the planet of Mercury. And in French, en français, they call it Mercredi. So you can see how through time there are some associations that we use in our current culture that honor the energies that are happening on each day for those planets. That being said, now that we've looked at every day of the week and we understand that it corresponds with a specific planet, you may want to do take it a step further where you work with planetary hours. So if there's 24 hours in a day, each hour is represented by a specific planet and how we determine which hour corresponds with which planet has to do with the time of sunrise and sunset. So after sunrise, there are 12 hours that correspond with each planet. And after sunset, there are 12 hours that correspond with each planet. Let's say I wanted to do some money work, some money root work or spell work, and I want to use the planet Jupiter to work with. What I would do is I would need a planetary hours chart. You can Google this or you can get it out of a reference book. There's actually a book called Advanced Candle Magic. It's an amazing book if you're getting started with candle magic. And in the back, there is a planetary hours chart. Then what you do is you would Google the time of sunset in the place you're in. So I would Google, or pardon me, 
Google the time of sunrise here in Winnipeg. So let's say sunrise happens at 6 a.m. If I look on the chart and it shows me that Jupiter is happening in the third hour, then I would count the hours. So if the sun rises at 6 a.m., three hours later, 9 a.m., that's my hour of Jupiter. So I know that out of all the hours that exist in the day, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. is the most powerful time for me to access the planet of Jupiter to send more energy or more intention for the spell work that I'm about to do. I just gave you guys a lot of information, and I hope that I articulated it well or explained it. If anyone does have any questions about that further, you can find more of my information on how to contact me in the pod script below, and I'd be happy to explain it a little bit further, or you can perhaps Google the instructions on how to do that. So in witchcraft, you know, ultimately what we're trying to do is we're trying to harness the natural energies that exist around us. So we believe that everything has a certain type of energy or power to it. So if you want to do new beginning spells, you could do that during the spring equinox. If you wanted to release things out of your life, you could do that during a full moon or after a full moon cycle. And like I said, choose a certain day of the week that honors the type of work you're trying to do. And you can make it as specific as choosing the hour of the day or the planetary hour that honors the work that you're trying to do. And all that means to me as a practitioner is what people don't realize is witchcraft is just like actually a lot of work. <laughs> if you're doing something that's very important to you and you, you very much want to bring that spell to fruition, the more you work you put into it, the more intention you set while doing it just gives it a better chance of actually coming to fruition. So I hope that answers your question. I love that you asked me about planetary hours. I've been dying to tell somebody about that. Nobody asked me these types of things. So good luck with your work. And uh, yeah, I hope it works out well for you. Thank you so much for bearing with me today as I, like I said, I am not feeling well. If you have some questions for me about anything, anything, I love to talk about these sorts of things, you can call into our free message line at 204-417-GLOW. That's 204-417-4569. Again, if you'd like to contact me or rate and review our show, you can just find our information in the pod script below. Thanks, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Subscribe now to this podcast and check out other podcasts from Safety Net Studio by visiting the website, safetynetstudio.com. This is Portia Ella. I'm a huge fan of Portia Ella. Thank you. I'm at a point where I'm about 85% of my makeup, my skincare comes from Portia Ella and from the brands that you offer within there. I love the fact that they're women. I love the fact that it's ethical beauty and that you're supporting the Canadian economy. You know, it's all about conscious consumerism. It's about thinking about what you consume. It's about thinking about your health. It's about thinking about the future. And it's about thinking about the process of how this product got into your hands. Where can I find Portia Ella? At the Outlet Collection Mall. It's right across the IKEA 
on Canestin. You want to utilize everything you have. That's the right thing to do. At the same time, you can start switching one thing at a time. You start, let's say you're out of cleanser, then go get a new cleanser that you feel absolutely great about. You run out of foundation, well, go ahead and come see our options and just choose a new foundation that you're absolutely fine about. Or if you're a makeup artist, what that means is some of your clients will request different things and make sure you have these options in your makeup bag. That's all about options. That's what Porchella is all about, is to honor the feminine within each one of us in a way that sustains all life on earth. This is Portia Ella.